0: And welcome to Live Parkinson's, Live an Exceptional Life. I'm your host, Chris Kustomotter, and I've been living an exceptional life with Parkinson's for the past 13 years. The mission of this podcast is to help as many people as possible living with Parkinson's disease live a great quality of life. Today's topic is goal setting, accountability, and overcoming challenges. Are you struggling with a challenge that seems unattainable? no matter what you tried, you haven't had success in achieving your goal, then this podcast is for you. In this podcast episode, I want to share my personal story of a struggle I've lived with my entire life and my plans and goals for 2024 to finally reach my goal and attain a healthier life on a sustained basis. It's not always easy to share personal struggles with others, particularly in a public forum. However, I believe by sharing my story, hopefully I can help others overcome some of the struggles and challenges that they may be facing. In addition, by sharing my story, my goals, and my plans, it'll help hold me accountable in reaching my goal and overcoming this lifelong challenge. So I'm hoping that by sharing my story, people that listen and people that are going to watch are going to hold me accountable and help me achieve and sustain my goal. So hopefully I piqued your interest enough to finding out what my lifelong struggle is. So let's begin. I just turned 60 this past September. And from the time I was about 10 years old, I was always overweight. I struggled with my weight. I was always the, the one they called the fat kid. Uh, so in middle school, I was off, you know, I got teased a lot because I was uh, pudgy, if as you will, or overweight, and I often wondered what it would be like to be like the some of the other kids where they didn't have to worry about their weight. Why couldn't I lose and maintain a healthy weight like all the other people, in whether it was in school or in, into adulthood? So I was one of those people that would focus and lose some weight only to put it back on again. So I would be one of these yo-yo dieters or whatever roller coaster dieters because what I would do is I would lose weight, then I would gain weight and then lose lose a little bit of weight. But usually when I gained weight, it was always putting more back on than I had lost. So over the years, the weight continually began to keep creeping up and up. But when I was in high school to help maintain my weight, I often just would skip lunch and hang out with my friends and Eat just a bag, a small bag of peanuts, and then I would go to high school football practice or uh, the class play or whatever it happened to be after school, and wouldn't typically get home till six or seven o'clock, and then eat dinner and then go to bed. So I was able to maintain my weight through high school fairly well, and I was pretty happy with my weight at that that particular time. Then when I went to college, even though I played college football and the summer camps and all the exercises that you do in practicing for football and playing games, burning all those calories. I still had struggles maintaining my weight, especially a consistent weight. Why? Because I love to eat. And the problem was that I would always select foods that were what I would call not the best option. Pizza, subs, snack foods, chips, ice cream, you name it. I would I liked it, I would eat it. And the problem was, I wouldn't eat just till I was comfortable. I would eat till I was full, and so I was packing. I was taking in more calories probably than I was expending, and so I would struggle to maintain my weight, which of course would be would be normal. And then I met my wife Mary in college, and as typical young adult men are, they want to try to look good and please the opposite sex. So I I did a good job of maintaining my weight, focusing on trying to eat better and exercise, continuing to exercise, and was able to do that on a pretty consistent basis through the, the remainder of my last two years in college. In 1986 we got married, and probably two to three years after we got married, I started to gain some weight. So through my 20s and early to mid-30s, I really started to pack on the pounds. And again, it was because of bad food choices. And some of that could be related to you're busy with work, helping to raise two kids and running them to different activities and then stress eating. Uh, uh, let's be honest. A lot of times we eat and I know I do when you're stressed or bored A meeting was another big one. If I wasn't actively doing something, then it would be, "Hmm, wonder what there is to eat. And I would go search out something to eat even though I wasn't hungry. So I, I was continually sabotaging myself in in terms of trying to maintain a healthy weight. It was finally I finally got to a point when I was thirty five years old and I stepped on the scale and was just shocked at the number that was on the scale. It said two hundred and eighty two pounds. That was the heaviest that I had ever been in my entire life. And it really shocked me because one of the things i knew i didn't want is to keep at the current pace and then next thing i know i'm stepping on the scale and i'm i'm over 300 pounds so i knew i had to take action and then i also started to look at pictures of myself and i was really disgusted with how i let myself go and in terms of in health i just wasn't you know being that big it was a lot harder to to do things with your family, to to get around and, and move. So I was not only doing a disservice to myself, but I was doing a disservice to my family as well. And it was at that point that I decided that I was going to focus my efforts and lose weight. I needed to be healthier. So I did what most people do. I increased my exercise and I went on a diet and I tried to watch what I eat, what I ate, and choose foods that were better for me fruits and vegetables lean meats good fats those type of things and was able to drop 37 pounds to get down to 245 pounds now that's great i was really pleased with myself and and happy that i was able to drop the 37 pounds but at the same time 245 pounds on a 6 foot frame is still what they consider in the obese category so I still needed to try to lose weight. My ideal goal weight is I'm going to try to get to 210 pounds. But in order to do that, I needed to continue to focus. But as was my usual, I I maintained 245 pounds for probably about five or six years. And then COVID hit. And I started to eat again. And next thing you know... I went back on on the roller coaster and I went from 245 to 249 pounds back up to my current weight at 60 years old of 267 pounds. So I had put a lot of the weight back on that I had lost and I was disappointed in myself because I told myself when I lost the weight that I was never going to let myself get like that again. So I had to take a couple steps back and really do some self-examination and try to come up with why do I continually sabotage myself that when I lose weight, I put it back on. And so I did a lot of research as well as looking internally at myself. What is it that, why is it that I had such a struggle with this goal when all the other goals that I I usually go after, I'm able to attain, whether it was learning how to play guitar, whether it's fly fishing, whether it's learning how to Design and create a website, all those things I set goals, and I was able to achieve those goals and sustain and maintain those goals, but I wasn't able to do that with weight loss so why 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 was that and what's holding me back and so I did a lot of self reflection and I think it's I've had in my mind that because I was always heavy, no matter what I did, I was always going to be heavy, so it didn't really matter that what I ate or how much I exercise i was going i was just going to be be heavy and then over the last couple of days i was able to talk to my coach and, and mentor susanna who i i train with and uh, one of the things we talked about was goal setting for 2024 i'm part of the momentum group which is a uh, people with parkinsons and other neurological disorders that We've actually become quite a family, but we do. It's an exercise group that we work on exercise, balance, strength, but we also work on cognition and other things. But one of the questions she asked us as a group and asked her to respond to, she gave us a list of seven questions. And one of them was, What was your biggest disappointment this past year? And my biggest disappointment, of course, was that I w- wasn't able to lose weight and I'm not happy with myself. Now, my reason for losing, wanting to lose weight isn't to look good and go off, wow, look at, he's got a six pack abs or anything like that. I just want to be healthy. I want to be able to be around for my family. I want to be able to to participate in activities that I can go actively participate in. So those are my main drivers for losing weight. And so when I wrote the response. And what some of my goals were when I went in for training this this past week, she asked me a few questions and and asked me why I thought it was that I couldn't lose weight. And when I said, "Well, I, I'm I'm not focused on it. I I maybe don't have the drive," and she says, "No, I don't think that's true." She said, "You have the focus and drive to do to exercise and do all the other things." So, what is it about this? What is it about weight loss that's holding you back? And then she asked me, do I do a lot of these other projects like working on my websites or playing guitar or doing a podcast? Do I do all these things to distract myself from not being able to achieve my goal? And I really took a step back and had to think about that. And she was right. I I think I was disappointed in myself that I wasn't able to to achieve these goals. So therefore... I was just going to focus on other things and not worry about it because I know the past couple months I'd say, all right, I'm focused. I want to lose weight for this. My son's getting married. I want to lose weight for that. And then I wasn't able to achieve the goal and I want to lose weight for Thanksgiving and I wasn't able to achieve the goal. So I think that I became disappointed and disillusioned that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And therefore I just focused on other things. So I was always going to be going through this constant up and down roller coaster ride of weight loss. So in order to break those, to break the barrier and and actually see some change and make progress so that my ultimate goal then is not only to lose weight, but also to sustain and make lifestyle changes. And I've actually sat down and wrote my goals and committed them and made the commitment. I think in order really to, to achieve my goal, I really need to Needed to have a hundred percent commitment. I had to believe that I could do it. I had, so I visualized myself getting to my ideal weight, sustaining my ideal weight, and knowing that I could do that. So I have written goals. But one of the things that uh, Susanna suggested was that I, one of the things I talked to her about was starting a YouTube channel so that I could share my podcast on the YouTube channel, and so that people that listen could see what I look like when I'm doing the podcast and get get more people involved in with commenting and so I can learn more about the people that listen so that I can tailor the, the podcast to meet their needs. So that was one of my goals was to do a podcast. And she said, well, why not incorporate your weight loss journey into your YouTube channel? She said that would be a great way to hold yourself accountable. And I thought about it for a minute, and even though it's a scary thought to film yourself over time. Because number one, I I typically don't like to get my picture taken, but if I can help myself and I can help others with their, whether it be weight loss journey or help them overcome uh, some other challenge, whether it be a social phobia or anxieties about their Parkinson's or social isolation to help them get out and do things, then I'm all for it. So I, I went home last night and I sat down and I really began to think about it. And I thought she's really onto something because the YouTube channel is a great way for me to hold myself accountable while documenting my weight loss journey. And at the same time, hopefully being able to show people that uh, have Parkinson's or recently diagnosed with Parkinson's that you can still do the things that you want to do and live a great quality of life. It's just that you have to incorporate some of the strategies. For instance, exercise. Exercise is one of the key drivers. Now, while I've always exercised. I'm a consistent exerciser, but my problem is my eating. So my exercise program cannot compensate for my overeating, if you will. So I can exercise two hours a day, but then if I'm going to eat 5,000 calories a day, then I'm really defeating the purpose. So I'm actually going to be putting on weight. So I need to focus on not only exercise, a good diet as well, changing my attitude and changing my attitude to I can do it and visualizing what I'm going to look like and really buying into my vision and my goal. And then finally is holding myself accountable my friends, I have a couple friends that want to try to lose weight as well. So we're going to hold each other accountable and I'm going to use this new YouTube channel to hold myself accountable as well. So as we move into 2024, one of the things I wanted to do and share with you is that I want to start a YouTube channel that's focused on maintaining an an exceptional life with Parkinson's. So it's going to be called live Parkinson's live an exceptional life. But as a subset of that, I'm going to talk about, you're going to be able to see my weight loss journey. So I'm going to have some behind the scenes looks at myself weighing in or my eating habits or going to the gym. I'm going to have other people maybe helping me do some video along the way so that I can post that. And hopefully I can get some positive support from people that view the, the channel and uh, take some comments too to and suggestions to help me improve what I'm working on because I can always use help from people have, that have done it. And that's one of the things that I always tr- try to do when I'm learning something new is instead of starting, trying to invent the, the wheel, I always, who is great at what the thing I'm trying to learn is so that I can go and study, what is it that they do? What have they done? How did they do it? So that I could take and apply a lot of those things that they did and shorten my learning curve so that I can take what all those people did and condense it down and and hopefully implement and get to where I want to go faster now I realize that loss is going to be a slow journey that I'm not going to be able to lose 75 pounds in a month but I have goals that I'm going to set that I'll share with with everyone and as well as measures how I'm going to measure my goals how I'm going to track my goals and then I'm going to record my results and I'm going to share that whole journey on the YouTube channel. And I'm hoping that you as an audience will be able to learn from what I've done, but then also help others by providing comments and, and suggestions. So a couple areas of research that I'm looking into is one of the people that I follow is Dr. Jason Fung. He's a Nephrologist that specializes in obesity, and he has a book called The Obesity Code, and he 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 goes into all the science behind weight loss, and how it's a disease. Obesity is as a disease like any other disease, and not just something that people just say, "Well, i you just don't have the willpower." But he talks in there about specific strategies to help people treat their the disease of obesity, and so. Using that as a a great resource, looking at some of the different diets that are out there and comparing the Mediterranean diet, paleo diet, the, the DASH diet. There's a bunch of different diet programs out there, but looking at those as well. And then I'm going to also incorporate consistent exercise program, and I'm going to work with my coach and mentor to help me design a strength program, a cardio program, cardio aerobic program that's going to help me uh, achieve my exercise goals as well. So I'm hoping by combining both the diet and exercise, I'm going to be able to achieve my weight loss goal and you're going to be able to watch it firsthand. So as I come to a close on this podcast, I, I want to thank everyone for listening and I want to thank you for being a part of the, the uh, live Parkinson's community and I would love to hear your success stories. I'm going to take the leap and share my personal journey, and I hope you'll share your success stories with me as well. So I thank you very much for listening, and I hope that you'll watch the new YouTube channel that I launch in January, and I'll tell you more about it on the podcast and where it's available and when it's available. And I'll also include all my podcasts from the. Uh, Parkinson's Live an Exceptional Life podcast show as well, so that you can listen to those there as well and find the podcast there, but also you can kind of look at, put a, a face with a name. I know that I always tease and say I have a great face for radio. So a lot of times you listen to the radio and you always think, wow, what do those, those people look like? So this will give you the opportunity to see what I look like and how I interact, how I move around having Parkinson's for this long. So I want to thank everybody again for listening. And if you want to learn more about my four strategies for living with Parkinson's and living an exceptional life, I have a book available on Amazon. It's called Spectacular Life, Four Strategies for Living with Parkinson's Disease, My Journey to Happiness. And it's just a positive message, whether you have Parkinson's or not. I believe it's a great message that hopefully we can all learn from and share with others. So if you're interested in that, um, it's available on Amazon. And I'd invite you to to visit liveparkinsons.com, which is my website to learn a little bit more about the program and sign up for the free monthly newsletter. And finally, I've created a fan page in pod inbox, and I'll leave a link in the description below. But the intent of the page is to have you go on and leave me some comments, some suggestions topics that you'd like to hear. So it's all about you as the audience, because I really want to tailor this program to meet your needs. So the intent of the the fan page is to have you leave your success stories and other comments and reviews, so that I can make this show better and meet and tailor it to your needs. So again, I thank you for listening to this podcast and the other podcast, and I really appreciate you being part of the audience. Thanks again, and have a spectacular day.